0: Feral
1: audio
0: put your hands together put your hands together put your hands together put your hands together put
2: Oh, let's hear it for me on a Tuesday. So nice to see me. Feeling really new and fresh after watching the State of the Union. I'm feeling ready to be with you guys again. I feel like I agree with our president about a lot of stuff, including the fact that he is captivating to listen to. Beautiful voice. And it's hard to follow that, you know what I mean, in your hearts, because I'm assuming you all watched it. And so now it's like, how can I be more charismatic than that, you know? And so I understand that that's where I'm walking into your Tuesday. There's a wonderful lineup of comics in back. Let's hear it for them. Let's hear it for those comics. Yeah. It's okay. You can come in. Are you waiting? Do you want to? You can come in. You're not going to come in? You're going to hang out there? Are you an intern at the theater? No, you just—you should sit down. It's okay. It's the—it's actually the best time to sit down is right now. Um, yeah, awesome. I just mean because later there's gonna be other people that don't know how to deal with this kind of shit. You know what I mean? For me, I just openly say no problem. Is there somebody sitting there? No, nope. nope, there it is. Look at that. <laughs> Also, a little bit, go fuck yourselves, both of these four people. You couldn't scoot together and and leave in that, do you see where we are at as a country? You make a black man, I'm sorry, we had to go there. (laughs) Fucking right, you know, okay. I have a co-host on the show, her name is Rhea Butcher, she's gonna come out right now, let's hear for Rhea. Hello. Hello, Rhea. Hello, Cameron. How are you? I'm pretty good. My microphone is very tethered. Got one of them short One of them Short cords. Short cord. Short cord. Short cord. Uh, uh, Levi's short cord. Cool. <laughs> I don't know. I'm already killing it. <laughs> They're tentative. They, not, they didn't watch the State of the Union is the first thing I'll say about this audience. I can yeah. tell. Better get your So shit therefore, together. I don't know where their fucking priorities are. It was his last... One, you Last guys. One. He looks old, but also he's he looks really good. Shit. No, he looks good. I just yeah. mean like he's like been through some shit. Like, he's, yeah, absolutely. But we'll have he had to, to say he said he, you shall not pass for eight years or whatever. Yeah, sure. <laughs> this bill because I am a black. I man, shall okay. veto. Yes, yeah, every time. Um, cool. I love that dude. I almost said R.I.P. That's not what I should say. Easy. I love our president. I love his wife. She's cool. Only straight relationship I've ever looked at and been like, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> oh, man. But, like, for real, R.I.P. <laughs> yeah. Tough week. It's been a rough one. We lost an alien. Yeah. He went back to his planet. Yeah, that's we were listening to KCRW. KCRW is the perfect thing to put on. Do you guys listen to our National Public Radio station? Do you listen are a lot of KCRW heads here? A lot of KCRW, a couple claps if you listen to it? No. Wow, not that many people. It's a public radio station here in Los Angeles and they play a lot of music and uh, most public radio stations don't like most NPR channels don't play. They play not news. At all. It's not music, but here in LA they play music, and so it's this awesome hybrid. Oh, what happens with the DJs? Where like they are the most NPR they could be, but yeah. also the most into music they can be, yeah. and that's an interesting cross section. Like I think I actually heard Travis Holcomb say, "Well, that we're in the middle of a." Bowie set, and it's really nice that he came down here for 69 years and then went back to his home 69 planet. 69 trips around the sun. 69 trips around the sun. <laughs> That's what he said. And, and the now distance he's gone back. To the sun is equal to, to his yeah, home just... planet. <laughs> That's what he said. We'll be following up this Bowie set with some trip-hop jazz funk. Yeah. <laughs> Super... Some pour-over mango Latin for you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get deep into that after this. <laughs> 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 yep. Jimmy, I feel kind of hot to me in the in the mic. You feel kind of hot to me too. I can, yeah, I feel kind of or maybe it's maybe it's Ryan. That... <laughs> Making a pass at me (laughs) On stage (laughs) You a married woman Me and me a married woman (laughs) To her I'm married to her (laughs) I'm married to you so I like that you guys clapped as opposed to just then suddenly getting uncomfortable <laughs> because you're like, oh, I would take that home. And I'm like, you would. We share an apartment. And then you guys are like, wait a minute. That's... I suddenly feel very included in their lives <laughs> in a way that doesn't feel safe. And it, if it does feel safe, why? Is it because we're both women? We want to make you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> we have crazy sex. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> was going to talk about the amount of flannel I'm wearing. <laughs> we have crazy amounts of flannel you wouldn't understand. <laughs> You just don't get Rhea it. Rhea did bring home two shirts that both look exactly like this to No, they don't. They look exact. Two of this exact... This you can check my Twitter feed. And the, the other one is a buffalo check. Because I tweeted Literally two pictures <laughs> shirts. of shirts that Beverly she told shirt me look different, different. And they do not Definitely look different. completely different. That is how far into your lesbianism you are. One of them has both patches have like, on the What elbow. is this color? What is this color? Like a rusty mustard? Tan. Tan. They both have that color. Tan. <laughs> What is this, NPR? Shit, rusty you're, mustard? Right, it is tan! <laughs> Fuck, it's just tan is the problem. It is tan. Why would mustard have gotten rusty? Because it was on metal. You were. <laughs> you had dropped the poupon and then left the cage. Um... <laughs> That is a strange scenario to try to illustrate in your in your brain space. No, 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 no. It's not, it's not, it's not. Hey, we had a crazy weekend. We did. Where we went to, oh, well, first we went to Stanford University, where I did not get in, and I was performing. And the thing is, if you just wait 18 years, they will fucking pay you. (laughs) (laughs) Which is very fun. Take that, Stanford. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stanford you bunch of losers you're all gonna suffer for the rest of you like they were yeah. like, they're fine they're fine they're, they're all fine they have a Very great rich. education everything's fine yeah it's beautiful they win beautiful a gorgeous football. campus you can make bicycles go around there and that bicycle had one hand crank and one foot pedal it's good for the environment because they're innovative right it's yeah, like Silicon Valley you know? yeah they're trying to change climate change you Yeah, know? they're that's them on their phone By putting everybody on ridiculous bicycles <laughs> So, yeah, that was cool. Then we taught a seminar. We taught a class. We taught a goddamn class. We taught class. a class at, at Stanford, Because I was also you didn't apply to Stanford. What? I also... No, w- I, no I, I, I mean, you I, applied. You didn't get in. Yes. But I went to a graduate school program that I didn't... I was forced to go to grad school, which sounds well, so by silly. I wasn't. By you myself. said to yourself, I go to like, grad sure. school. I'll go to this thing because yeah. I didn't think I had any other options. And then I dropped out because I was stuck in the middle of Indiana going to grad school. And I was very gay. and needed to not be there. Yeah. And everyone was like, no, you have to stay. You'll be poor and destitute if you do not teach printmaking to college students in Kansas for the rest of your life. I feel like you got the weirdest message. I got a really weird message. A weird message. It's yeah, a weird it was message. Not like- I dropped out of social work school. The day I dropped out, nobody was like, are you really going to walk away from all this social work money? <laughs> yeah. They were all like, get out of here! Go while you can! It was a single dollar when yeah. they're like, you're really going to walk away. <laughs> and social work money and then they From tore the it dollar half. and ate it because they were starving because they made no money because they were social workers. <laughs> yeah, but you went to grad school but Yeah, I went to, to, to become a, be a professor and then you dropped out to do this Clearly working. It's totally your success. No problem. Then you went to Stanford and you taught a class. We taught a class. So there we go. So no problem. We did it. We achieved it. The goals. We achieved the goals. And thank you so much. State of of the Union. Thank you so much. Um, State of the Union is strong. Yeah, yeah. It's yes. The State of the Union is strong. (laughs) Uh, That would have been cool if he tore his shirt off at the end. (laughs) (laughs) And it. If he like tore his shirt off, cool. but he had a Wonder Woman shirt on underneath Yeah, that would have been like, cool. like, gender equality, bitches. Then Michelle Obama flies through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> don't you feel like she for sure can fly? She can fly. She can totally Absolutely. fly. I mean, she's just like, I don't want to stress anybody else. Yeah, out, she's just like, I'm trying to be relatable. I can totally fly. So yeah, let's run around for 60 minutes a day. Yeah. We could be flying, but... You know. <laughs> I believe she can fly. Is what I'm saying. Um, and we also so then we went from Sanford. We went to San Francisco because we were performing at Sketch Fest, which is cool, cool comedy festival up there. Um, and we had one night off. We did like people, like human between beings. the events. We had people night off, so we went on a date. People night off. We went to let's see Carol. Oh, <laughs> predictable. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Of course, of course we went to see Carol. Well, you you don't really care about this shit. What? You don't care about, like, of the two of us, I'm the one that... (laughs) Which shit do I not care about? (laughs) Like, going to see lesbian movies that make you feel pervy and sensual in public. Yeah, you're right. I don't care about that. (laughs) you like to express wear your flannel and watch movies that's yeah 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 no doing. but you like to you're just like I'll go fix the car and yes. then that's how you express your sexuality
0: <laughs>
2: yeah but I have an affinity to, for lesbians in television and film I really really love to see all lesbian movies I really love to see all lesbian characters in TV shows I'll just watch clips on YouTube for <laughs> days Watch. This is absolutely. This is totally true. true. I don't know, her and I don't it. know any other part of the plot. I just only. This is how. You this know how is, stuff is like clipped out for like. Shippers, they might not know. They might not know. Where it yeah. Just shows the plot line of a relationship. Yes, this is true. This she is how will watch just that from Lesbians a are because ninety percent of our shit is like, ugh, this does nothing for me. You know, and that and that and by ninety percent does nothing for me. I mean anything like. There's a couple things that... It's just like, if women are kissing women, that will go ahead and make me feel aroused. <laughs> or, if Channing Tatum is dancing... You're super into it. I like it when he dances. I don't like him when he does anything else. <laughs> I don't like it when he talks. Sure. Just like when he moves his body. <laughs> She's a tater tot. Okay. <laughs> Big fan. I am. I like his. Well, he's my type as a dude of dudes. Sure. He's my type. Um, what is that? What is the type of him? Muscle. No. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Slick. <laughs> no, no hair, but muscles. <laughs> That's what I like. <laughs> to get away from me. Um, <laughs> so we went to see Carol. We did see Carol. <laughs> I think is what we were talking about it was so about. good I, it was yes, such a good movie 90 minutes oh of my coat wearing god. I've ever seen Oh, they barely touch but that's what makes it so erotic the whole time we're watching oh god are they gonna touch are they gonna touch then she goes then she's like I love New Year's and you're like no wow my face off you know so erotic Rhea, would you like to do your impression of... <laughs> sure. What's her neck? Oh, my favorite part is, uh, you know, Kate Blanchett's Carol. When uh, she finds out what Rooney Mara's character's name is in the restaurant, she goes, Therese. It's so perfect. That's per- a whole funny. impression. It's really good, though. <laughs> Straight up. And if then you've seen just, this movie, you'd be like, holy like, fuck. Therese. Like, you would have lost your... Therese. Yeah. <laughs> The whole movie. She really lands on it hard, Therese. She jumps on it. Th- <laughs> she hits her mark. Oh, she really does. She. And hits did her you mark. guys like see the outfit that Kate Blanchett wore to the Golden Globes last night? That like lamp shady thing. I thought it they was. They don't really watch cool. nothing. They yeah, don't watch the president. Not. We don't own television. I just thought that that dress really screamed Therese. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a cool. She's very, Oh, it's so Therese. They're so beautiful, and then Rooney Mara. It's a mouse. Snake, basically. What is her grandfather's own? Football. Two of them. Yeah, yeah the that's Jets true. And but I don't else. remember what else. Rooney Mara, this is true. Did you guys do you know why her name do you know what her name is? Do you, here's the thing about Hollywood, I understand, we're all in it. <laughs> Sometimes people have a leg up. Jason Schwartzman, for instance. Knows people. And their knows names are not <laughs> Their names are not Schwarzman, but sure. he is related to them. Um, he's a Coppola. Do you guys not know he's a Coppola? Okay, wow, just breaking shit to you. Um, I mean, they don't own television, so yeah, you might yeah, as yeah, well yeah. just... Our president is a Coppola. Did you not know that? <laughs> yeah. Our president's mom was in The Godfather, okay? So it's, like, not a big deal, but also just, like, know your shit. Um so Rooney Mara. Yeah, Rooney is one of her grandparents' last name. Mara is one of her other grandparents' yes. last name. They both owned NFL teams that were, to, that were founding NFL teams. And then they named their kid, like, you will have, we took all this money and we put it together and that's your name. <laughs> you know? That's you. You're a money football And then she baby. was like, and as you'd have it, I'm perfect. And <laughs> they were like, we guess you'll be a success. Um... <laughs> She's also very talented. It's very good. And Carol, and I really liked it a lot. Oh, but what was I going to say about it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Then the most amazing thing about Rhea is that I feel like you're just like fed up in a, really way, in a way that I really love where... <laughs> I'm fed up! <laughs> 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 we're like, we were heart-wrenched by this movie. I mean, heart, like just crawling out of the theater, barely made at home, just <laughs> sobbing, just very upset in a good way <laughs> by understanding that other people in the world are like us. And then the next day um, at Sketch Fest, we, went, we, we, we met a hero of ours. Oh, yes. We met a hero. Yeah. Uh, we met Parker Posey, who's amazing, right? Parker fucking Posey. Who would want to meet Parker Posey and, ta- and go to have drinks with her? Everyone would want that. That's, it was, a dr- yes. <laughs> it was a dream yes. come true. It's true. Um, and so then... I just feel like, as a lesbian, there is a certain moment where, like, you just are full up, right? Especially if you're a touring comic and you have this jacket, and people are like, you know, like, we need a male pat down over here. <laughs> I'm a woman. Yeah, that's just what I say everywhere I go. that's now. Ria, that's Ria in the a airport. Room. A scene. Yeah, I'm a woman. <laughs> That's like, totally so true. Like, why? And then She's there's three people who are that. like, great, thank yeah. you, needed that, appreciate it. Sir, can I get you a coffee or something on the plane? Can little I get you a coffee, sir? I'm a little woman. Little boy, little boy? <laughs> <laughs> little boy? Therese, yeah. Um, Therese, I'll just say that back Yes, you should, they'll get, they'll get it. Oh, lesbian, oh, got that, it, no it. problem. Coffee <laughs> black. Great I know Blue how you um, like <laughs> it. <laughs> so... We're like having this experience, then we hang out with this person who also. She was so formative to me. There's like three or four people in the whole universe that were really formative to me in terms of comedy. And it's like her, it's Amy. Amy, who owns this theater, it's Amy. And it's uh, Parker. And then it's also Jim Carrey. Like those are probably the ones. You know, there was a long time in my life when I I had a. yeah, right, exactly. You know, how, you know how all male comics are like, oh, who influenced me? Parker Post, Jim Carrey, and Amy Poehler. Um, yeah, they should say that. <laughs> so those are literally the only three people that exist in the world of comedy. But like, you know, wipe that face off your head, bitch. Like, that's important. Course, yeah. Change me. Ch- you know, Air yeah, raid, right. freshman, Yeah. Air raid, yeah. Do you not remember Days and Confused? You guys what not What have seen you that movie? seen? How old are you, people? <laughs> So my whole it's point... It's only 20 years old. ...is to old. say, like, you're, meeting, you're hanging out with your hero. You're yes. actually hanging out, because we are yes. not even being weirdos. We are just having drinks. Actually hanging out, talking, actually chatting. And we were, like, still kind of in this glow. And she was like, you know, what's your glow about? And we were like, Carol. Um, and then she was like, oh, I saw it. I thought it was slow. And Rhea goes, that's because you're straight. <laughs> 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 you, said, you, I know you said it to a different person, but this is comedy, so it would make. F- <laughs> no, it would be funnier. I will go with that. But if Miss Posey listens to this, no, I can't. Okay, go all right. Wrong with full that. disclosure: Rhea said that I said to a that different to someone person. else. It was not Miss Parker Posey Five minutes before this, <laughs> I did not say that's because. You're but right. we did argue with her. Where I was like, You, you did, did argue with her, yes. I argued I was with like, Parker Posey. <laughs> this is Parker Posey. No, I was like, It's not slow, it's perfect. <laughs> when they were in the 50s, you couldn't be yourself, so you have to be very slow and with just, your movements and just look at. So strong, very. And that felt right. And maybe to show that you're relaxed, you maybe take your shoes off. That's right. And that's, that's right. it. That's right. Nothing else. Stockings on. <laughs> Little stockings on fucking. Um, <laughs> you can go under. You don't need anything. Oh. To, it doesn't matter. My point is... I think I'm going to go fix a car. I'll be right back. <laughs> That's really much. Her. Cameron Esposito, you guys. Bye. Wait, we're still here. This is the beginning of the show. That's what's what's so exciting about it. We're obviously wonderful, charismatic, talented, but then the whole rest of the show equally amazing. Oh, <laughs> uh, this comic is such a, so so fucking strong. Uh, she doesn't know this, but Ria and I do her jokes to each other, which is not something we do for almost any other comic. So she should know that. And then also, I believe she was just on At Midnight last night. It's not weird. Brings us together. No, it's cute. cute. I do Biff
3: jokes to
2: other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
3: gonna be me, guys. Guys, it's
2: gonna be me. You know from our wonderful podcast, The Dork Forest. Let's hear it now for Jackie Cation.
3: (laughs) You guys should know... Uh, that uh, Cameron Esposito has been on the Dork Forest talking about the greatest lesbian act, like the greatest scenes. It's her the rabbit hole of that's what she dorked out about for an hour, just one lesbian scene after another in television and movies. But it, that it, that it, that it, it was fan fucking tastic. You go back in the archives because unlike some asshats, all of the Dork Forest are free forever. That's actually not true. I just started charging this year for premium um, episodes. So, so, uh, hey, uh, you may not know who I am, and uh, that's fine. Let's talk about me. I am overweight, uh, but I usually uh, never talk about it because I don't have anything to say about it because it's uh, pretty obvious. I think uh, we're all looking at it. We're all seeing what's going on. But here's the thing. Uh, A couple of things you should know is that I don't really get it. Right, like I, the, w- Here's too much info. When I leave the house, I've looked in the mirror from the neck up, sir. Neck up. That's it. I brush my teeth, brush the front of my hair, head out.
0: <sighs>
3: it isn't great. Uh, the clothes are clean. That's it. And uh, if there's trouble, I get that from you. Society is my mirror. And you say things to me like, hey, your shirt's on Inside Out. And then I fix it. So that's how that goes. Now. Plus, I also don't, like, I. you know, you don't know what you look like, like what other people see. Like, they see, like, they might see, oh, that's a scary-looking dude, or that lady looks like, see, I know a little bit of what you see because of Hollywood. We all do, right? We all have some idea to pick three things, not at random. I clearly, this is an airport cop this is a PTA mom and this is a German massage therapist for a Disney Channel show now to pick three things not at random now uh, and that's fine I will play Beyonce's weird white aunt I could give a shit so uh, I just want to work but here's uh, but, but I don't that's not what I think I look like inside I'm very dangerous very sexy I think I'm fucking Lefemme Nikita you guys or an 11 year old boy <laughs> who is going to grow up to be Lafemme Nikita? Now, but I know I'm not pointy. I want to be pointy because we all want to be pointy, so I've tried all the things. And people talk to me about it. I'm very approachable. This is very much the golden retriever of stand up comedy. Everybody wants to come up and da-dit, da-dit, right in my face. So they're like, yes, what you should do is not eat before three. What you should do is not eat after seven. You should only eat meat. You should eat no meat. You should just eat mush. You should just eat. Raw food. You should only eat yoga mat food. You should only eat organic. On and on and on. And the things keep coming. And I've tried all the things. But here's what you should also know is that I've looked some version of this forever. for Since 16. 30 pounds, give or take. Because I've tried all the things. And it's never done. Okay, so what I have... What I've mostly done is what we've all done, which is I've thrown money at it, right? That's what we all do to be pointy. We throw money at it. I've thrown as much as, I, as the market can bear. The market is this. This is the market. I've thrown, I've paid people to poke me into working out. I've paid people to slap food out of my hand. I've done all the things. <laughs> But it's a, there's a very simple reason why I look like I... It's a math problem, you guys. I do not eat fast food. I don't even eat that much sugar. I just eat all of the food that is given to me. <laughs> Every day, three times a day, plate of food into the joke hole. That's it. That's the whole plan. And I and I, there are thin women. There are very thin people, men and women, who are like, I have a problem with food. I'm really addicted to food. And I used to be a jackass about it. and be like, no, you... You fucking don't. And now I've recently taken to watching other people eat because that's what I think you guys do. And uh, the uh, the, uh, the point, the successfully pointy people watch other people eat now. So I've been watching people eat and they don't. They don't eat all of the food, you guys. A third of the food is being consumed. And then they get like a box and then they take it away and then they throw the box away. <laughs> Wisconsin. I might as well light six dollars on fire. I can't (laughs) face it. So, uh, I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad idea and obviously it'd be good for my heart. Who cares? Uh, But but I was thinking the other day about Oprah, you guys. Remember Oprah? She's back. Anyway, but no one has wanted to be pointy more than Oprah. No one. No one. And no one has more money to throw at it than Oprah. No one has thrown more money at being pointy than Oprah but think about Oprah for a second you guys this is what Oprah looks like this is it, right here, a billion dollars later, this is what fucking Oprah looks like, except that she looks better than this because she's got a team, you guys, a team a team that pushes her back into the house and says, not the weird Mad Max sweatshirt what the fuck And uh, why are you wearing moccasins you're a grown lady, anyway She's got, go in the back, I don't know, she's got a team. And I'm thinking of just saving up for the team, you guys. That's what, I think that's going to be the result. I'm not going to do anything but save up for the damn team. And then they're just going to streamline me. It's going to be great. Okay, so, uh, okay. Other than that, do I have any other new material? I, oh, time, I have moccasins, you guys. So uh, I'm very proud of the moccasins. I've talked about it before at this show. So bit, let me talk briefly about, uh, I, I. I was thinking about it because I was wearing my mocks. And uh, <laughs> that's what I call them. Call them my mocks. And uh, I've always wanted there to be time traveling, you guys. And I think we're very smart as people. People will one day invent time travel. But I also think that we're the dumbest. We're the dumbest in the world. And that is how we will extinct ourselves. We will invent time travel. And then line up like the lemmings that we are. And fucking because wa- what I want to do with time travel is I want to go back in time to Wisconsin a thousand years ago and see old growth forests. That's what what I would like to see. Uh, But even though I own moccasins, I do not know how to camp you guys. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go back in time and die of exposure is what's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to be very pretty. Now, uh, I picture the everybody else just going back in time, just little lem- just line up and go, oh, I've always wanted to see what real pirates are like. Dead. <laughs> yeah, what well, were dinosaurs dead? And uh, what was Pompeii like three days before? Shut. Shut it. Z- sh- sh- mm. I want to kill Hitler. I want to stop slavery. Dead off. Dead off. We're just that's how we're going to do it. I don't even think I could go back to the 80s, quite honestly. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Have a good show.
2: Jackie Cation! Let's hear from Jackie! She is wonderful. Okay, we're going to get the show right on roll. this next comic is one of the founders of this theater. He has a new special that's out on CISO, which is the equivalent of Netflix or Hulu. You might have just seen a thing. It's a new streaming service from NBC. You should buy it because I will also have a special on it in March. And Rhea and I are going to have a television show on it over the summer. So you should get it. It's $3.99 a month and you should get it. Also, let's hear it right now from Mr. Matt Besser. Give it up for Matt!
1: Hey, everybody. Don't worry, I'm only going to play one song. I can't really play. I want to start off, though, by seeing if we can laugh about mass shootings for a second. So, the last one that happened, let's be honest, when the news started coming in, the details, wasn't the first thought when you uh, heard about uh, that they had shot up a, a, a building where they help autistic children, you're like really that's your target that was the first thought right wasn't it let's be honest just talk to me but we should not want them to kill anyone right but we're like but why them if you and, and which implies oh maybe if it had been a, a date rapey frat we would have gone
0: ah,
1: it's okay it's sad but that was a good target that was a good target well chosen But then, what, was like, what, less than a year ago that it was, what, uh, uh, kindergarten or something like that? And you're like, what the fuck, man? When they choose these targets, challenge yourself, mass shooters. Like, at least arm the kids first. Give them a half hour with some knives. Or or this is what I'm really thinking. Let's, if you're a mass shooter... Target a gun range, right? Challenge yourselves. Uh, a, a police department, Ferguson maybe. Let's do it somewhere. Oh, really? I didn't do it. Even in Grand Theft Auto, you, there's never kindergartens in there. It's, it's always more challenging than that. All right, enough on that. I had to get that out of my system. Let's talk about things we like, like weed. Any weed smokers here? There you go. I knew we'd get you back on that. Weed smokers. I love smoking weed. I'm, uh, I'm almost 50. I uh, Prescription marijuana, it just seems so fucking obvious. It's like, yeah, that's that's we need that. I need weed. It should be prescribed. It makes me think... What else do I need that I wish was prescribed? I'm thinking, in 10 years, there's going to be prescription blowjobs. I need that at least once a week. And my wife is only, you know, it's not once a week. Let's just say that. And I know, but hold on, wives, girlfriends, boyfriends, I know that you're, if your lover gives you that prescription, my wife's going to be like, what? Fuck the doctor. Get that shit out of my face. But I'm also thinking, just like we have this vape pen technology now, like as soon as marijuana became legal, the technology just kicked, kicked it into gear, didn't it? So I'm thinking, can't we have like blowjob plants like a hybrid of a Venus flytrap and uh, I don't know what's another plant you've thought of fucking (laughs) let's just be honest I haven't seen you smile the whole show sir I've been watching you would you fuck a plant if it gave you a blowjob a toothless Venus flytrap would you fuck it would you probably not come on you would we, f- we fuck those, like, fleshlights, those robots. We're going to fuck a robot, but not a Venus toothless Venus flytrap? Is it because of the? It's, you don't want plants filled with cum all over your house? You don't think I've thought about this? We'll have cum bees that constantly ha- harvest the blowjob plants all day.
0: <laughs>
1: then you have to worry about that beehive filled with cum hanging from your house. That'll be a problem. Maybe I haven't thought it all the way out. Come on guys, you've thought about things that can blow you. We've all stuck our dick in a vacuum cleaner at some point. In the low setting. You did it once, sir, right? When you were 12. Just for a second. Uh, who here does, has a vape pen? Who, who's vaping like I am? Not doing joints. Just you, sir? Just me and you? Just me and you? Who else? Anyone over here? You, sir? Yes? Okay. It's great, right? Why? Once you have a vape pen, why go back? What, what do you smoke out of it? Flour? Wax? Shatter? Oil? Oil, wax? A lot of people are like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> who doesn't even know what the fuck I'm talking about? Like, yeah okay this is what you got you got these like oil canisters that's just pure liquid like the cigarettes too right like the nicotine had that Uh, and then there's different forms of the concentrate it's basically uh, you got your hash you got your uh, crumble you got your uh, (laughs) wax you got your shatter the shatter is almost like liquid am I missing anything sir Uh, yeah I've covered it all these are all the different concentrates. You just put a little bit in there, and it'll last you. It'll last you the whole day. It's it's unbelievable. Have you heard about how it's made, though? Do you know how it's made? No. Elves. Elves. Exactly. You want to be like a child. You want to believe it's made at the North Pole or in a hollow tree somewhere. Nope. It's made in trailers by rednecks. Uh, it's made with, with, with butane a lot of the times. That's the bad stuff they make it with. And they also make it with CO2. That's the good stuff they make it with. But the cheapest way to make it is with butane. And you know what butane is? It's a very flammable uh, gas, right? And you can't smell This guy's like, yep. And as a result of that, do you know what's happening when they're making it? They're blowing themselves up. Yeah, we all got really silent all of a sudden. This this wax, this concentrate is like the blood diamonds of the marijuana industry. And I'm getting high the other day, and I'm reading about this. I'm like, holy shit. Like in Colorado, since it's become legalized, like uh, 30 different people have blown themselves up. And uh, and as I'm smoking, I'm like, how many people will have to blow themselves up before I feel guilty and stop smoking this stuff? I guess it's not 30.
0: <laughs>
1: but every story I have read, it is a redneck, and uh, that's why I wrote this song. This song's called Rednecks on Fire. What's that smell at the trailer park Down by the railroad tracks Well, that's a burning redneck Who was making weed extract Sons of coal miners And the men who cut the trees Are now squeezing marijuana plants Of all their THCs Packin' PVC pipes with pot, heat coils, and foil. Use inflammable solvents to get at that hash oil. (laughs) Butane ain't got no smell, so a redneck don't know it's there. Best not light that cigarette, or you'll set fire to your hair. That's why them rednecks are on fire, but your vape pins burning great. Don't worry about them rednecks blowing up. You've got your concentrate. Cannabis oils, butter, wax, and shatter Redneck's blowing up, but it just don't matter As long as we use them vapors to get higher them Redneck's blowing up, setting themselves on fire All you folk who want to know Just how your wax gets made Just go ask that redneck in the graveyard where he's laid And he'll tell ya. Us rednecks are on fire, but your vape pen's burning great. Don't worry about us rednecks blowing up. You've got your concentrate. That redneck's right. I don't like fucking rednecks. Taking over wildlife reserve buildings for no fucking reason. But they can communicate clearly. Not passing any reasonable gun laws. Against pro choice, against gay marriage. Denying global warming while being the biggest polluters. Playing country music like this. Fuck rednecks. Everybody, them rednecks are on fire. Everyone, them rednecks are on fire. Everyone, them rednecks. them power of rednecks the power of rednecks thanks guys I do have a comedy special on C so hopefully you'll check it out thanks.
2: Matt Besser you guys let them hear it what a beautiful ode to my people Very true. <laughs> my whole family—it's more—they're more hillbillies though, because uh, I'm from Ohio originally, which I like to call the Thinking Man's Indiana. <laughs> but the particular town that I'm from, all the people in it moved from West Virginia. Basically, they call it the capital of West Virginia, and this is like how hillbilly my family is. It's my dad's side. When I got old enough. And I was, like, curious about my family. I was like, so where's our family from? You know, like, because my mom's side is from, like, Scotland and Ireland and stuff like that. You know, white people. <laughs> and, uh, you know, boring shit. And um, so I was like, hey, so where's our family from? My dad goes, West Virginia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but before that, West Virginia. So that's where that ended. So his next comic is really funny. You guys are going to love him. We love him when he stops by. Please give a warm welcome to Barry Rothbart, you guys.
4: (laughs) Great fade out, dude. Really, uh, really nailed that opening. For me. A lot of people don't know this, but comics like to go right into the joke the second they step on stage. And if the music overlaps it, the whole fucking set is ruined. I don't even know. (laughs) This is it. You're looking at it. This is what happens when you don't know what to say when you first come on stage. What the fuck, why is there an opening there? What's this for? It's a trick question. That's if there's a fire. That's where you leave from. Oh man, these jokes are fucking bombing like crazy. This is all my shit this is all my A shit Um, I want to start with something that I just thought of uh, on the way here I am sick and fucking tired of people talking about how much dirtier hands are than buttholes (laughs)
0: leave
4: me alone I'm with my family (laughs) and you don't know me. My butthole is way dirtier than my hands. I pick things up with my butthole, pennies. I count money with my butt. I handle groceries with my butthole. Oh, there's 10 times more bacteria on your hands than your butthole. Fuck you! Shut it! I'm with my family!
0: <laughs>
4: I understand when people say that stat, like, what, what am I supposed to do with that information? <laughs> Lick your butt? <laughs> it almost seems like that's the people behind this stat
0: <laughs>
4: the Butt Lickers Association. <laughs> The Butt-Licking Recipients Association. They're like, we gotta spread these rumors that buttholes are cleaner than hands. I know a lot of people think it's because you know they say you need to wash your hands because they're dirtier than your assholes. But I'll be honest, you're not licking my butt. I'm with my family. If you know me, uh, you know I don't appreciate facts, and, um... (laughs) Like, I'll be honest, like, do you guys believe in the drought? Do you think that's real? (laughs) I don't... I mean, I don't know. It's hard to believe in the drought. You know, there's exactly as much water around me as there's always been. (laughs) You turn on the faucets, it's unlimited water. It never runs out, I tested it. I left it on for four days in a row. I do it every week. I leave it on for four days every week. All my faucets. I have 15 faucets in my one bedroom apartment. It never runs out. That's why, like, people are like, you should help by not flushing after you pee. That's, like, a big way you can help. I was like, fuck you. What, are we in Bosnia? This is the United States of America. I flush before I pee. Just to make sure I'm not pee-peeing into someone else's pee-pee. I don't want to urinate into urine. I'm not in Bosnia. Then I flush twice in the middle because I like the sound. I don't want to just hear my pee hit the drinking water. I don't need to hear it, I'm not in Bosnia! And then I flush three times when I'm done so the next guy doesn't have to pee into my pee. Pretty sure he's not Bosnian. Too Too many times. I don't, I don't know. Helping is tough. I feel like when it comes down to it, we don't, we don't want to help people. Like, do you guys know, do you ever hear those screams at night? Do you, know those... do you know sometimes you're at home and, it, and you hear a scream? Like, you know, you're just watching TV and it's like, ah! And for a second you're like, holy shit, should I do something? No one's ever done anything. What, are you going to call the cops? No, you just go, oh, it's a fun screen. <laughs> They're just like, oh, I love that playing Yahtzee!
0: <laughs>
4: i, mean, I going to call the cops, to interrupt their Yahtzee game? I heard someone narrate their own attack recently I didn't do anything. Like, they were like, ah! And I was like, it's nothing. They were like, it's something!
0: <laughs>
4: I was like, can they hear me? They're like, yes, he's here! And then they shut up. I went back to watching Netflix and figured out who's making a murderer. I want to do a quick joke that's not working anywhere, if that's okay. I've been doing it for the last uh, few days. Um, Hey! (laughs) Hey! I heard uh, Brendan Dassey's favorite band is the uh, Yeah, Yeah, yes. If you get it, you you get it. If you don't, well, you know, you're never gonna, so. I just, uh, I'm, I'm living with my girlfriend. We're getting married soon. Was that, like, two people? How fucking jaded are you people? You know, to be honest, like, a lot of people, you know, Talk about like what, like what you look forward to. They're like, oh, what do you, you know, it's gonna be great, right? You know, a lot of people are like, you look forward to the commitment, you know, and the, and the love, and I'm like, yeah, that's all great, but to be honest, and a lot of you might not know this, but if you're a guy, you do what you're looking forward to is the fucking. <laughs> all right.
0: <laughs>
4: well, I don't even think I have time for another one. Um, wh- is that it? Am I done? <laughs> I think the uh, the the real the real change that needs to happen in Manitowoc County um, (laughs) is they need to fire their barbers. (laughs) All right. Well, (laughs) this was good. We learned a lot. Thank you, guys.
2: after the crippling effects of a too-short musical intro, that would have sent almost any other comic's career directly into the gutter and shipped them out of Hollywood. (laughs) It's nice to see you guys. Hello, how are you? Yes, did you have a good day? What did you do today? Nothing, nothing. Can't think of it. Did you work? Do you have a job? You're on break from school. You're in school. What are you studying? Uh, law. law. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, legit adult school.
0: <laughs>
2: I like that you kind of slept it off. Like you're you're gonna be a lawyer. Yeah, you're gonna be a lawyer. What do you what do you what do you wanna um practice? What do you want? How do you? Uh,
0: I want to do
2: class action lawsuits. Class action lawsuits. So you're. You're a good person is what you're trying to tell me subtly and humbly unless you're like unless you're like I want to defend people polluting in Iowa From class action lawsuits, but I don't feel like you'd be honest about that Okay, that's very noble. It's a very noble profession. Yeah, let's hear it for that guy Regular Aaron Brockovich. <laughs> Does anybody have a more noble job than that? That's a pretty fucking noble job he's about to do. Just like making sure, and I like that you guys kind of consulted to see if you did. That was cute. You looked at each other, do we? I don't know. What, are our what do we do? What do you do? What do you do? I uh, work in production. No, yeah, no, you don't. <laughs> Shouldn't even, yeah. Oh, you turned around and he's like, not us! <laughs> and they high five. And then you're like, money, 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 yeah. Yeah. You work in production. What do you do? Uh, I'm a student. You're a student. What are you studying? Filmmaking. Filmmaking, yeah. So again, unless you are specifically going to go spend time with children in brothels, then there are movies about that. Go fuck yourselves. (laughs) Cool, 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 cool. What do you? What's up with you? How are you? How's your day going? Great. Yeah. What did you do today? Uh, entertain my brother. This is your brother? Yeah. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. <laughs> yeah. You then. What like. Well. But that doesn't mean anything.
0: <laughs>
2: no. I mean, well, you do have similar noses, but that could that that doesn't. My dad is adopted, and. I didn't realize... You know what is... Do you want to hear a crazy story? My dad is adopted. And then when he was 50, he found out that he had five brothers from his biological mom, and I never realized that he didn't look like any... If you grow up and your dad has a sister... And they're adults. Like, when you're a child, all adult... If anybody was like, this is my... You're like, I, I believe that. I can see it. You're tall. You're both taller than me. You have pants on. So, yeah. I think you're probably related to each other. So, you guys look identical. And then uh, I didn't realize he didn't really look like his sister. And then I didn't realize he didn't really look like my grandparents. Because my, my grandparents were, like, very fucking old, you know. And so, at that point, it's just shapes. It's just vague <laughs> shapes and kind of creases. And so, I just, like, never and then he found these five brothers and then they do actually look a lot like him and that is bizarre uh, to look into somebody's face and be like whoa dad you have a face because you don't even really think about your parents as having a specific face do you? It's just something that has you know that you have disappointed that's like oh that's not true my dad is so fucking appointed what's the other what's the opposite? (laughs) Uh, He's, like, so stoked. I have one of those dads that's real stoked. My parents want to come to shows. They want to travel and come to shows. My parents asked me recently, they live in Chicago, they were like, "Can we?" I'm going to perform at the Kennedy Center, which is cool, that's in D.C., and that's like a big... It's a cool venue, right? So they were like, can we come to the Kennedy Center? And this is not the first time that they... I think what I'm trying to say is, like, my, my parents would be so happy if I called them up and I was like, tour bus is outside. They would be like, we've been waiting. <laughs> get there. How, where do you live usually? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. And awesome. And do you live here in Los Angeles? Yeah. And how often do you guys get to see each other? Like, not that much? Not too often. Not, not too often. How long are you out here to visit?
0: Uh, just for about a week and
2: a half. Yeah, awesome. Well, first of all, when did you get in? Did you get in today? Yeah, I fucking assumed so because when somebody arrives in Los Angeles from Oklahoma, you immediately take them to see Cameron Esposito. She is a star. And now the pressure's off for the rest of the vacation because it's like, we already did the touristy shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, you don't have to worry about like checking all the boxes off. You're just like, you can get the Cameron Esposito postcard on your way out at LAX and then you can just be like, yeah, no, no, we did go. Like, for sure. Um... So it's like, it's like me tonight and then like tomorrow, hike up to the Griffith Observatory and then like see the Chinese theater, I guess like from a car. Um, like do not just go like that was, just actually take ways, but point to it on the map as it routes you around there. Um, that, we shouldn't go there. It's mostly a mall. And then those are the things you should do in Los Angeles. Welcome. I hope you have a wonderful visit. Let's hear it for this adorable family. They are both wonderful. You're going to love them. Let's hear right now from Mr. Joe Zimmerman. Give it up for Joe. Come on.
5: Thank you. Uh, (laughs) Happy New Year 2016. What a great tradition we have of kissing strangers during the height of cold and flu season. (laughs) Oh. I am recovering. Uh, The number one New Year's resolution, 2016, I looked it up, is happiness. Uh, If only uh, people understood how goals work. What a dumb resolution how do you just be happy? You get to the end of the year, did I do it? (laughs) Yeah. Next year, inner peace. (laughs) I actually read a book called Happiness. Um, It was by a Buddhist monk, and it's all about wanting less and having less and needing less. And around chapter four, I was like, happiness is sad. (laughs) I don't want any of those things I want a private island that book should have been called How to Be a Buddhist Monk but that's all it takes to have a bestseller is a title that sounds appealing all the self-help bestsellers the four hour Workweek. oh I could work that amount yeah doesn't matter what's inside the book. Awaken the giant within? Oh, yeah, I think he's been napping. <laughs> yeah. The secret? What is it?
0: <laughs>
5: so I've written my own um, bestseller, and uh, I've got it out there to a few publishers. Um, it's called Washboard Abs on a Pizza Diet. <laughs> so... I think it's going to do well. And I'll give you a little sneak preview since you're here um, of what the book's all about. Basically, for breakfast, you can have pizza. Um, and then from 8 o'clock to noon, you're going to need to do ab exercises. So, pretty intense as well. Um But for lunch, like you can have pizza. We're so chill on that.
0: Now
5: from one PM to six PM, you're gonna have to grind on your core, okay? Obliques.
0: You're gonna have to hit it.
5: But you know you can have pizza for dinner, right? Oh, after that cardio so. I think it's going to sell well I, uh, I am trying to be happier and uh, trying to check my phone less. I didn't realize I had a phone problem until it slipped out of my hands toward a sewer grate and I made a sound I'm not proud of oh that's everything I saw it enter a sewer slit rattle out and it laid flat on top. I picked it up, no cracks, and I held it to my breast. <laughs> I was trembling and I don't know if I've ever experienced more joy. That's scary. It made me realize working at the phone store must be the hardest job in the world. Is there anybody more panicked than the broken phone customer? (laughs) Welcome to this place you already hate. How may I help you? Well, everything I know is gone. I don't even know how I got here, no maps. Just started walking. And then I kept walking starving, couldn't eat, no yelp please help it's been hours, maybe days, no way to tell time and they must be trained to deal with panicked people because she had very calming words, she goes oh it's power cycling which sounds positive power sounds strong cycling sounds active I know now power cycling means broken. <laughs> for the time I went and waited in peace for technical support, and this guy calls me over, and he's like, hey man, how's it going? He's like, well-dressed, look like he goes to the gym, which isn't a good sign for technical support, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you ever go to a real computer store? You start telling them your story. They're like, give it over. You're like, all right, antisocial. I trust him. (laughs) Nice. This is getting fixed. (laughs) But this phone guy's like talking about the weather, winking at ladies. I'm like, this phone's gone. (laughs) And it was. It was gone. What I really can't figure out is how people function before the landline. And I met my friend's great-grandma at a nursing home. She was telling me the romantic story of how she met her husband. And she was like, oh, he asked me to dance. And I said, no. <laughs> and then he was persistent, and we got married. <laughs> and that was the end of her story. I was like, how is he persistent?" He said he didn't have a phone. And she was like, oh, he just kept showing up to my house unannounced. And that was legal? Can you imagine saying no to somebody at the dance? The next day they're at your window, I found you. (laughs) Remember me, I asked you to dance, and you said you wouldn't. Well, I like you a lot. So much that I tracked you down. Still no? Okay, I'll be back. I guess she's like, well, I gotta marry this guy or move. I don't think chivalry's dead. I just think all those guys are in jail now. Hey, you guys, I gotta go. My name is Joe Zimmerman. Thank you so much. I appreciate it.
2: Joe Zimmerman, you guys, let him hear it. I, I do that like that about phones now because I used to just go to people's houses and stop by and just be like, hey. I'm here. And they were like, cool, what do you want to do? I kind of miss that, because now you just get a text that's like, oh, I just left, I'll be there in 15 minutes. And then five minutes later, I'm 10 minutes away. Then five minutes later, I'm five minutes away. Hey, I'm out front. I really miss going like this. Ding. That was a doorbell for you guys. Just reminiscing about doorbells. Anyways, this next comic is going to be real funny and is the final comic of the night, which has been a great show, right? Yeah. Yes. Next comic is hilarious. He's been opening for Craig Ferguson. You guys keep it going for Dave Stone.
6: All right. You guys keep it going for Rhea and Cameron. Put on a hell of a show every week. Oh, boy. It's good to be here. Uh, I, I, uh, tomorrow's four years I've lived in Los Angeles. I'm very excited. I uh, like living here. I'm from Georgia, the Napa Valley of biscuits. Uh, so. A lot of biscuits. A lot of fried food. Fried chicken's legal in Georgia. You can eat it on a sidewalk cafe. Uh, you can eat it, you just can't sell it. That's how they get you. Uh Southern people are nice, though. Uh, southern hospitality is a true thing. Oh, most Southern people are nice. Um, most of them are nice. Some of them are just dumb, so they kind of look nice. Just, uh, yeah, okay. Um, let me preface that by saying Southern adults are nice. Southern children are mean little fuckers. There's something in the water down there, especially boys. Little boys are raised with the uh, expectation not only to be straight, but also just fucking mean. Just mean. When I was in school, every kid I went to school, just mean. Just. Un, for no reason. They'd have, like, stickers on their notebooks. I love cats. Dead ones. Like, ugh.
0: <laughs>
6: What's your problem? Uh, just to play, play games. We used to play uh, swap licks. Swap licks where you just stand around and recreationally punch the shit out of each other. Just one at a time. You hit me, I'll hit you right back. This is fun. This is good. But, uh, yeah, just a bunch of mean little fuckers I went to school with. Even the ones that weren't mean were still, like, haggard. <laughs> like, like, I went to school, like, elementary school with, like, a bunch of, like, little men. Like, and I don't mean physically. They didn't have, like, a beard in third grade. But, like, just, like, little dudes that just carried themselves with, like, the despair on their face of, like, a 52-year-old divorcee with child support and alimony just they 're just hardened little bastards, uh, this one kid uh, this is true uh, tommy childers that 's a great shitty kid name to- Tommy Childers, every day for lunch, he would carry an igloo cooler, like a big like industrial sized igloo cooler, like one that could feed a whole construction crew, filled with tomato sandwiches. This is, he wasn't trying to be vegan, either. That's just a weird little country boy thing. Tomato sandwiches. Everybody else had, like, the little He-Man lunchbox or G.I. Joe. He's got a fucking igloo cooler. Probably had, like, a thermos of black coffee. I didn't see that. But like, he just carried himself with this swagger. He had, like, muddy boots and a wallet chain. Just a little dude, like ten years old. He was a man. He was the only one in our class who wasn't afraid to engage our teacher in like adult conversation. Hey, Miss Rutherford, couldn't help but notice that your brakes are squeaking. <laughs> Be glad to take a look at that right after kickball. He's uh, uh, always griping about shit. Yeah, they' are trying to make me a supervisor down there at the cardboard factory. I uh, say I got to learn how to spell first. So it's the only reason I'm here. Uh, Goddamn union fees went up, and I ain't got no milk money. We get hazard pay for dodgeball. I'm I'm clocking in for this shit.
0: Just
6: a little fucking dude, man. More of a man than my adult man friends are now. I was hanging out with a buddy the other day. Got a flat tire. I don't want to be too judgmental. Got a flat tire. Immediately called roadside assistance. I was like, "What do you? you I can. Well, I got the service. I was like, "Nah, I'll do it. Like, all right." Calling roadside assistants to come... First of all, you're calling somebody. They don't have to bring a thing. You're just saying, hey, come take that thing and put it here for me, because I can't... I'm not going to do that. Calling roadside assistance to change your tire. That's like stepping in dog shit and calling Foot Locker to come bring you some new shoes. I like, need some problem-solving skills. I uh, was at a parade recently. I went to a parade. I was like, uh, yeah, let's go watch some traffic. Let's do that. Let's, uh,
0: what's... Uh, What's that Grand
6: Marshal doing? What's what's their point? What's the like I get the concept of a Grand Marshal if it's like a D- List celebrity? You know, oh, look at that, it's Pat Sajak. Holy shit. Uh, nice convertible. That's cool. Uh, this is just some lady who just like not a celebrity. This is a Halloween parade. So there's like zombies and war boys and goblins wandering around. Leading the pack, sixty-two-year-old Janice Covington, who I guess filed the permits. I don't know. While we're waving at this anonymous old lady. Like, Timmy, wave at Miss Janice there. She's on the Chamber of Commerce, I think. I don't know, I don't know why she's here. I have, uh, comedy's a fun job. I'm very fortunate to do this. I don't, I don't have a day job anymore, so that's cool. I've got a peppered history of, uh, of uh, questionable employment. I've done a bunch of... Bunch of shitty jobs. I was a server at Longhorn Steakhouse for two years. You guys, uh, they don't really have Longhorn around here, do they? You guys fuck with Longhorn? It's uh, it's a quality family steakhouse. Uh, I worked at the one in uh, Jasper, Georgia. Branch 138. That number means nothing to you unless you're a member of the Longhorn family. Then you would know that Branch 138 sold the most chicken fakers of any Longhorn in the country the two years that I worked there. Yeah. Oh, Oh, those rednecks cannot get enough chicken fingers. Uh, chicken finger basket, uh, chicken tender basket. I don't care what it is, just put it in the basket. I just, I like fried food in a basket. We'll do that. You don't want to get some salmon or a fillet chicken finger basket? It was a miserable job, so I had to like play little pranks and crack jokes to kind of keep the time passing. Uh, my favorite uh, little joke I would crack uh, anybody in the service industry here? We got some restaurant folks. Uh, 86. 86 is code in the restaurant business for what we're out of. The kitchen runs out of something, they'll tell the servers, hey, 86 this, don't sell any, we don't have any. Every night we would run out of baked potatoes. Every night. Those rednecks just dip them in ranch, swallow them whole. It's like a, like a white trash vitamin or something. It's a, yeah, it's a cheap shot. Um, every night we'd run out of baked potatoes and every night somebody from the kitchen would yell 86 baked potatoes and then I'd go that's a lot of baked potatoes <laughs> nobody laughed that's a solid restaurant joke not one laugh from my kitchen crew David means that we're yeah I know what the fuck it means it's a joke Come on. another game I would play uh, I invented this one uh, stick with me uh, we played the boner game Yeah, it sounds weird talking about it now after the fact. Uh, At Longhorn, you have to wear these dumb little black aprons, just this little mini apron that goes around your waist, and it's got the pocket that you put the little checkbook thing. Uh, Boner game was just go wait on your table and try to give yourself a boner without them knowing. (laughs) It's pretty fun. I just saddle up, you know, and you get the little little check thing in there, so like they can't really see what's going on. So you just real subtly, you know, just (laughs) up down. What's up, guys? My name's Dave. We'll be taking care of you all this afternoon. Start you guys out with some uh, Baja shrimp or Texas cheese fries. Well, our special tonight's a uh, 14 ounce bone in ribeye. Comes with two signature sides. All right, I'll be right back with those drinks. Then I have to go back in the kitchen and say, hey, look, I kind of got a boner. It's, yeah, I, I won, I guess. I won the boner game. <laughs> it's uh, probably not technically legal. I feel like I indirectly sexually assaulted dozens of customers with my weird little boner game. Favorite prank I would do, though, this was fun. Uh, I ate at Longhorn, like a lot of restaurants. Uh, you go there on your birthday, and you tell them it's your birthday, you get a free dessert. That's fun. Key lime pie, brownie a la mode, it's a good time. Uh, not only would you get the free dessert, though, we would sing you the Longhorn birthday song. Not happy birthday, we had our own customized song. It's very nice. It went like this. Fried chicken, country hog, it's your birthday hot dog. It's a catchy little number. It's a good time. It's stuck in your head. All right. So the procedure goes as follows, all right, you guys are my table, I'm waiting on you, I find out it's your birthday. As your server, it's my responsibility to go into the back and round up the birthday posse. And what the birthday posse was with me and six or seven other pissed off minimum wage employees, we'd have to come out of the kitchen and march single file while clapping. We'd march in a line while clapping all the way across the restaurant. We'd get to your table. we kind of form a semicircle. all right. And if it's my table, it's my responsibility to start the song. So we'd get it there. We'd get settled in. I'd give it a beat or two. And then I'm supposed to start with fried chicken. And by that time, the rest of them would jump in. Country hog, it's your birthday hot dog. And they're happy and we're still miserable and whatever. What I would do I would lead the birthday posse across the restaurant. We're marching, we're clapping, we're marching, we're clapping. All right, we get to the table. All right, we form the semicircle. We're clapping, we give it a beat or two. It's my table, my responsibility to start the song. But here's the thing, guys. I never started the song. Not once in two years did I ever start that damn song. All right, so if you're watching this from across the restaurant, you just see six or seven longhorn dickheads. Surrounding these people in their chicken finger baskets, just clapping and staring. Just clapping and staring. Thanks for spending the day of your birth at Longhorn with us. We hate ourselves. Just cl- this would go on for 40 or 50 seconds. All my buddies are bored, they're high, they're not paying attention. Just 50 seconds of a bunch of assholes staring at people, just clapping and staring. And every time I would get, it was going for like a minute, and eventually one of my buddies would figure out what I was doing, and he'd hop in, fried chicken country dog, get your birthday hot dog. Fuck you, Dave. That's some bullshit, so. In hindsight, it was probably the best job I ever had. You guys have been a lot of fun. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Dave Stone! Dave
2: Stone! Dave Stone. Oh, Dave Stone is so funny. Love that baked tater. We, but we, was, we were back there. Yeah. And maybe Dave is even, maybe he can even... I, didn't, I couldn't tell. Was he touching himself in any way with his hands when he was talking about giving himself a... Can you give yourself a boner with your mind? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So throaty. What a throaty voice. Yeah. You can't? Wait, seriously, where are you?
0: Ryan?
2: You can't. Yeah. You can't. <laughs> Why are you saying that like that? I have no idea. Right this now. is a magical world for me. No, 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 no. I got to go fix a car. Now I knew... I knew you were going to say that, and I think it's sweet that you said he's doing it right now, and I get it, like, two female... You know, like, I, get it, I get it, I get it, I get it, but also, like, from a biological perspective... <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what do you have to focus on? What do you have to focus on? Is it like a, can I ask you a question? Is it like a Ouija board sort of a thing? <laughs> where you're just like, we are like, no, but it's not but it's moving. Or like, what do you do? <laughs> Wait, what is it? Well- Just think of someone sexy. You think of something sexy? Someone you met or whatever. But he was taking an order! You can't do both of those things! Of course you can. No. It's a hard game. Listen, shut up! I'm talking to this representative! It is, in fact, a hard game. So. That's crazy. I think I just, like, stopped learning about boners too early. The last time I remember boners, it was, like, you, like, never wanted them, and they were a real problem, and they were happening by accident when you were... Uh, at the blackboard. Am I thinking of a am I thinking of I like think middle think you're thinking school? of the 1940s. <laughs> at the blackboard. Yeah, you know, you were clapping erasers and then you had to get home so that your paw could come back from the factory. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember You had a that. tin lunch pail and then you were going to go work to the factory once you turned 12. Um, <laughs> the boner factory. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Thank you so much for your honesty. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, that is our show. <laughs> yes. It's been wonderful. we have had the best time. Best night of your life. Oh, all of these comics were so wonderful. Keep it going for those comics. All of those comics. That's Rhea Butcher. That's Cameron Esposito. We're every Tuesday. Please enjoy the rest of your night.
0: Oh, it's good. Put your hands together. 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 Get ready to laugh with your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to color with your hands together. Put your hands together.